Hey, hey, welcome to another episode of Moments with Ndero podcast, a space where you will be inspired, encouraged, and uplifted. Wherever you're listening from, I truly appreciate you. And if you're watching on YouTube, hit the like button, subscribe, and share with someone else. Today's guest is a devoted believer in Jesus, and his life's purpose is woven with faith, compassion, and service. His journey has been marked by remarkable experiences in the healing ministry, guiding learners to success, and letting the light of Jesus shine in the marketplace. As a learner success manager at African Management Institute, he has found a meaningful platform to impact lives, foster growth, and inspire faith through his work. Welcome onto the show, Bornface. Thank you so much, um, Tony. That that is an awesome introduction. <laughs> I I almost thought like, were you talking about me or is it someone else? But uh, I'm super excited to be here. Yes. So thank you so much for hosting me today. You're most welcome. So as we kick off this conversation, what's your earliest childhood memory? Wow. Uh huh. The earliest. So I grew up in Nyanza before we moved to Nairobi and uh, to the areas of around Kawangwara. I don't know if you know about that. But uh, one of my earliest memories, this would be in Nyanza where I remember we used to, there's these games we used to play where you go get um, some, uh, we call them the 20 liters, uh, what do we call them? The 20 liters, the ones that we used to carry with water. And then we just cut a sack around it. And then you will sit there someone else now will pull you. Like it used to be like a cat. And then it <laughs> used to be so fun. But then what will happen is um, sometimes you will fall off from it. Yeah. And then now you have to roll with your shorts and whichever trouser you, uh, cloth you are wearing. So in the evening when you went yeah. home, it, it had holes everywhere. <laughs> so, oh my God. Yeah, and that is how you, we ruined clothes like that. So my mom used to buy clothes every week. It was just insane, you know, boys and uh, oh my god, yeah, that, that was fun, that was really fun. Oh my goodness, boys, boys can terrorize anything and everything <laughs> around them, so it's good yeah. to hear about that childhood memory. So, having that kind of experience as a child and growing up, how did you recognize what your purpose is, and how did you find yourself in the space where you want to shine the light of Jesus in the marketplace? Yes, uh, that is a very good question. Thanks, um, Tony. So, uh, so we moved to Nairobi. I used to be Catholic. Not that Catholic is bad, but when I moved to Nairobi, uh, my sister told me that uh, she wanted to take me to church. So this was around two thousand and four. So I go to this church, and then I see this pastor preaching, and things are happening. Uh, people are falling down and all those things so it scares me of course but then it it gets me curious like what's going on here so anyway in 2005 i go back to from one now this one i'm admitted so i went to school in nyanza cardinal tunga mosocho and so uh but as i'm in there i'm attending the what we call the the the, the school is a mission school so you have to go to attend the masses and all those events that Catholic schools have. But then again, that I that memory, what I saw when I had gone to that church, stuck with me. 
So I start reading my Bible there. But then still, of course, not understanding because I didn't have the Holy Spirit at that time. So I'm just reading it because I'm just curious. Then an amazing thing now happens immediately after I finish high school. This is 2008. I will never forget that day. So, of course, the, those old days, once you finish high school, you wait for two years before you go to campus. So during that time, you need to do some computer packages. So <laughs> I, I remember that. I remember. Yeah. So, <laughs> so after I did, so as I'm doing my computer packages, one day, it was on the 18th of December. As I come from school, I get to the house, I make my lunch, and then I sit down to watch uh, the TV. I've never done this, but then for some reason, I turn on family TV. You see, this is a boy that has just finished high school. I wanted to party. I used to go to those jam sessions, you know, that used to happen on Sunday afternoons. So that was my thing. But then that day on the 18th of December, I just switched on the family TV station. And then I found uh, Ben Hinn was preaching. So I'm like, hey, these pastors on TV, you know, they just want to get our money and all that. But I just listened to him for some reason. And then 28 minutes later, because the episode usually runs for 30 minutes, 28 minutes later, he asks if someone wants to give their life to Jesus. I find myself on my knees, and that is how now I got born again. Amen. Yeah, Amen. so it, 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 it was insane. And then from there now, it births an insane desire in me. For the next four months, uh, I never slept for more than four hours. I was reading the Bible. I read, yeah, I used to wake up at eight in the morning and then I would sleep at four in the morning every day for four months because uh, I had this insane desire for the word of God. I read uh, from Genesis to Revelation four times for within those four months. Wow. And then, it, yeah, so it that, that, that was my beginning. And then everything else now changed for me. Like that word now was deeply uh, rooted in my heart and so i don't know if you want to ask anything there but i'm happy to continue you know it's interesting how when we give our lives to jesus it's such a distinct moment in time that we can never forget and life changes for the good after that but one of the things that i've realized when we give our lives to jesus is as he's molding us and changing us to become who he has originally created us to be is it's not, it's, I don't want to say that life falls upside down, but because as you're trying to figure yourself out in, in society, in community, in family, it feels like your life is falling upside down. What are your thoughts on that? I thought one of the things that happened, <laughs> so my sister used to give me money to go to, for jam sessions, you know, to go clubbing. So yes, now I'm born again, but then I don't have, because I was the first one to get born again in my family. So I don't have the guts to tell them what has happened to me because you know the perception of these pastors and all those. Yeah. So what I used to do, I used to hide in the room reading my Bible or if the rooms were occupied, I would go to the rooftop. Yeah. Yeah, to, to read my, I couldn't do it openly. And then on Sundays, she would give me the money right in the morning, like, here's your money. You'll go to town, go party. But then, I will leave the house, go to church. 
And then I used that man as offering because I was afraid of asking for offering. Yeah. Now, as I get deep with that, then they discover that I'm sleeping late reading the Bible. Mm-hmm. And so my sister brings uh, another pastor to me. They are like, uh, this guy has lost his mind. Is he okay? So, so there was a little bit of persecution there. And uh, it really did hurt me. So yes, it does. But what I like, the word I like even using is when we get born again, we turn our world now di- downside up. <laughs> Usually, if you're not born again, your world is upside down. And then when you give your life to Jesus, now your world is downside up. Like now, it's the way it's supposed to supposed be. To so, be, yeah. but that does, yeah. So that does bad uh, persecutions. And then it comes also with some challenges, even from your friends, because now you, 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 you seem to be like an outsider. Mm. You have lost your ways. And then the weirdest thing that happens is they usually give you three months. They say, I'm giving you three months. <laughs> I don't know if you know that story. I Either don't know that story. Again, yeah. Oh, yeah. Usually when someone gets born again, they'll be like, ah, we have seen this before. Just yeah. give him three months. He will wow. come back to us. Yeah. But uh, since 2008, and he has sustained me. I haven't uh, gone back there. That is a powerful testimony of, you know, choosing Jesus and enduring the persecution and the confusion and the hate. Mm. But one of the beautiful things about um, receiving Jesus in our lives, as you said, is our lives downside up. It turns into the right way that it's supposed to be. And he starts revealing to us the reason why we're on this earth is to fulfill his purpose. But each of us are designed uniquely to fulfill his purpose. So how did you find your way into now impacting individuals, impacting business owners through your role as the learning success, learner success manager at AMI. Wow, that is also another roller coaster story. So in 2009, my mom gets uh, diagnosed with uh, blood cancer leukemia. And uh, we found it too late. So she had lost so much blood. I remember she collapsed and we had to rush her to Kenyatta Hospital. Uh, I don't know how she survived, but she's alive and she was declared free of cancer. Amen. So, but, uh, amen. Yeah, so in 2009, now she is admitted at uh, Kenyatta Hospital. So, because I joined campus in 2010, so I'm waiting to join campus. So I used to go there, of course, take uh, some food, fruits, also visit her. So one day, I came back, it was during lunchtime. I come back to my house and uh, for some reason, I sat down and I started singing. And then one hour, 30 minutes later, my whole body gets electrocuted. I've never felt something like that before. I'm paralyzed. I can't move. That day is when the power of God came upon me. Now, But you see, as we know, and I know you are even in this space, it's one thing to have the knowledge, but then it's another thing to have the wisdom to use that knowledge. (laughs) So I have this knowledge that I know the power of God has come upon me, but how do you then take advantage of this gift that God has given me? Mm -hmm. So I let it go. For me, I continue seeking God. Uh, Then I go to campus in uh, 2010. I... Join the Christian Union there. They see my passion. 
I get elected, I think it was in first year, I got elected to be the vice chairman of the Christian Union in campus for three years. So as I'm there, now I begin to unlock these gifts of healings wow. and miracles. So there I see someone that is sick, I'll go lay my hands on them and then they will get well. I remember even the guy at the dispensary, sometimes he will call me, tell me, I have a case here, please come and pray for this guy. Mm-hmm. So there we began now to see the power of God at work. I'm telling you, Tony, it became so uh, tangible that I remember even someone came and sat at my bed, on my bed, yeah. and then they got healed. So it was spreading in the campus. This is in the campus. I have an interesting story. So I remember one time, so I was we were I was given money to buy a gas, the gas cooker, but uh, you know campus life. So <laughs> I used that money. So I had to use a stove because I couldn't go back again and talk to my parents. Yeah. So as I'm using the stove, I didn't have extra money to buy paraffin one, one evening. I was living with a friend of mine. So what I did, this verse just jumped uh, out to me. Jesus turned water into wine. And I was like, is there a difference between water turning into wine and water turning into paraffin? And the, the answer is, there's no difference. It's him. It's the same yesterday today and forever so i poured that water into the stove and we used it to cook i remember that caused some insane reactions in the campus and i remember one friend of mine he took stones because he had not paid his school fees so he said if god turned water into paraffin can he turn these stones into gold so that i can pay my school fees now i wish i wish they had turned into gold because that would have been an awesome testimony but (laughs) it's a challenge their faith yeah but then in doing so i lost my interest in the course that i was taking i did applied statistics with it okay. so in my second year i lost interest i wanted to quit mm-hmm. and be like the likes of zuckerberg but uh and the bill gets but i didn't have the guts <laughs> so <laughs> i feared my parents you know so i did it for the sake of doing it i did the bare minimum but then, of course, now I've been launched now into the healing and miracles. But then, so this is what I was doing, going to high schools to get to minister to them, as, uh, doing the, what we call weekend challenges. But then I had not yet figured my real purpose. Mm-hmm. Yes, there were miracles and the healings. But then I, I finished campus immediately and I landed a job. And I thank God that I landed at this place. Mm-hmm. It was a consulting firm. And there were also believers. And here now, before I transition to my now here, I get some awesome mentorship. As I help the facilitators, as these experts deliver training to individuals and all that, I have my aha moment. Mm -hmm. That it's not the miracles and the healings that I'm seeing. The purpose is not for me to be famous, but to be impactful. Mm -hmm. You can be famous and impactful, but the focus should always be can i be impactful so with these healings and these miracles that i'm seeing how can i serve humanity help them move forward like the healings that they need the reason i'm doing this is so that they can get healthy enough to go and impact uh, other lives like now that became my strong point like yes if you are sick you cannot live out God's purpose. So for me to facilitate God's purpose for you and you for, for you to be impactful, 
I need to pray for you to be healed so that mm-hmm. you can serve God well. You do know that you are not effectful if you are sick, right? Because you have yes. to lie on your bed and all that. So that became my strong point. Like, I'm not praying for the sick and individuals and all that because I want to be seen. No, but I want to cause an impact in your life so that you can go and cause an impact also in other people's lives. So that really created a change in my the way I used to function. And I started reaching out to people now mm-hmm. uh, on talking to social media. My social media grew really quick, but then nowadays I haven't posted in a while. I, I In a short period of time, I grew to over 10,000 followers on social media. I um, so I'm getting calls from the states, from South Africa, Ethiopia. I'm not able even to understand the Amharic. You know, they speak Amharic. Yes. But I remember there was a case there. Someone had a heart issue. Mm-hmm. They're speaking Amharic. I'm not understanding. But I prayed for them, and still they got well, right? Amen. Uh, so, so the miracles started spreading. We have people that are not able to conceive. They are able now to have kids. That is impact. Like now they are able to give birth to fulfill God's purpose for their lives. So I had an interesting case where I had a lady that had one leg that was shorter than the other. And this causes the back pain that most people experience is just because one leg is shorter than the other. So we start to pray about those things and then they grow in front of our eyes. So we are seeing all this impact. But then now I start again talking to God. I'm like, I need also to impact the marketplaces. How do I do that? And this is where now, I got this, it's a definition you can get even from online, but one of the definitions of impact is having a strong effect on something or someone. How do I have that strong effect on something or someone? Because if I'm able also to do that with entrepreneurs, then we can even be able to expand the kingdom really quick. Because the Bible, the way it defines the gift of healing, the other gifts, it calls them in singularity, but yeah. for the gift of healing, it says gifts it's of plural. healings. So, yeah, it's plural. So, meaning, even entrepreneurs, if you have experienced uh, disappointment or uh, your business fail and you need to start again, you first need to heal that. Because yes. sometimes when you start a business, before you have healed your heart from the previous disappointment, that seed, it always causes fear it destabilizes your faith in the success you can have in your next adventure. So I always tell entrepreneurs, because these are some of the things that we call blocks, like they block people from expanding because they have a fear, like what if I fail again? So they are afraid of expanding, taking the next step, risking it again, because they risked previously and they failed, right? Yeah. I want to ask, I want us to to just touch on that a little bit more, where you've mentioned healings is plural and how for an entrepreneur, that seed of fear can can hinder someone and also the disappointment and discouragement can block us from progressing in our entrepreneurship journey. So just take us a little bit deeper on how does one get healing? You know, someone may be listening to this for the first time and they're like, what are these people talking about? Me, I don't understand. Just take us a little <laughs> bit deeper. Thanks, thanks. That's a really good question. Now, uh, the same effect that fear has is the same power that also faith has. Hmm. And the amazing thing about us human beings, we are what we attract what we are. Yes. You may teach what you know, but you can only reproduce who you are. 
right? So, and who you are today is a product of what you have heard from the previous years, from whatever you have gone through. Right now, as you are, is either someone taught you something or you heard it from someone else or you experienced something that changed your life. So there are situations as we go through our different phases in life that usually have what we call a turnaround moment. We usually have turnaround moments in our lives. Either someone disappointed you or someone had broke you or a business deal that went sour. Those things, they usually change our lives. They are turnaround moments. And the unfortunate thing is sometimes it can change your life towards the bad side or it can change your life towards the good side, mm -hmm. right? So for us to begin to experience healing, we need to get to the root cause of the issue of whatever that brought that. And that happens at the heart level. Let me give you a quick uh, uh, ex example. I don't know if you have ever watched a horror movie. I used to, my younger self, you used to. not anymore. <laughs> mm -mm. Not anymore. So it's good. That's what I wanted to, to hear. So when you watch a horror movie, you do know that this is fiction. It's not reality. But every time you watch it, it scares you. It scares a person. And the reason is this. It's because our heart and mind, they operate differently. The heart is stronger than the mind. Hmm. That's why sometimes, logically, you know that this is wrong, but the heart wants it. It will definitely happen. Right? So, the heart interprets things through pictures and emotions. The mind is through logic, knowledge. So, when you're watching that horror movie, in your mind, you know that this is fiction, this is fake. But the pictures you are seeing, they are scary pictures. The emotions you are experiencing, they are uh, scary emotions. So guess what wins? is the heart. Because <laughs> yet you know in your mind that yeah. this is fake. You, yeah. you don't even want to sleep alone that night when you have watched that horror movie. So it's the same thing that happens to us as entrepreneurs. Whenever we go through something that emotionally affects us, either it's a disappointment or it's a business deal that has gone really bad, that has hurt you so much, if it emotionally affected you, that is a turnaround moment because it gets to your heart and it can create a block or a system that you can be able to step on it and be able to see success. So you must not allow the failures and the disappointments to get to the heart. So how do we then heal the heart? One of the quickest ways to heal the heart is to now begin to intentionally experience emotions of either gratitude, joy, and create pictures. This is why vision boards are really powerful because they have pictures. And we have said the heart receives uh, the heart receives images and emotions, right? Yeah. So logically, you may tell yourself, and this is why sometimes in affirmations, you know, affirmations can work against a person. In fact, they can create resistance if you don't know how to use them. You might be speaking to yourself and saying, I am a success, but the image that you are seeing is that of a failure that always creates more resistance. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that's why I tell someone, before you start speaking out your affirmations, yeah. make sure the image you are seeing is what you want to achieve. So never just say the Because logically, 
your mind says yes is a success but your heart is saying no you are a failure this is how you see yourself let me so tell you one face what you have yeah. said is so powerful because i think many people that's they, they are wondering why i'm saying all these affirmations but why am i not seeing change yet people are saying like do your affirmations every morning every morning yet their picture that they are seeing of themselves is contrary to the affirmation sure yeah and that is a block and you can never you, do you know you can never go past how you see yourself can't you can never you can't you can't go past how you see yourself so we need to change how we see ourselves and this is even what happens with relationships you attract who you are not yeah. what you want yes <laughs> you never attract what you want i know you want that man that lady but then who you are has no capacity to attract that person to your true, life true and even if they come you will yeah. sabotage it you will sabotage this is why people sabotage is yes. when you get something that is beyond what you see yourself as well this is why lottery winners yeah. lose. Uh, it's it's statistically proven that two years later they become even poorer Imagine. than the way the way they were before they got the lottery because they got something that was beyond how they saw themselves. Hmm. Yeah. So if you ever get something that is beyond how you see yourself, you will sabotage it, yeah. and then you will lose it. You will always lose it. So if you are always wondering why do I get these opportunities. And lose them it's because there's a block in your heart mm. you need to change how you see yourself so yes get pictures that can represent and show who you are expected to be who you want to be immediately you get that and then now you begin to combine that with emotions when you see it feel it you need to feel it yeah that is how you influence your heart because the first step even for christians a christian life is not about asking things from god no god already answered that god already provided us with everything we need right now is about influencing our hearts to believe his word to change the image to the level this is romans 12 do not be confirmed but renew your mind mm. to conform to that image immediately you have the image that god has for you that mm. business to the level you want it to be yeah. nothing this world can never stop it <laughs> because the heart creates the heart brings out right it does so this Where? is why healing needs to happen so some th this is also the challenge that is even happening in the christian realm yes you can go to ask yes. for healing but if you see yourself as a sick person you'll never receive that healing. it's true or you receive it and yeah. lose it wow bone face I'm telling you, you have dropped nuggets here and there. And I'm just like, wow, continue impacting the spaces that you are in. Continue letting God use you um, in your healing gifts, in your miracles. You know, I've always wondered, you know, I've been asking myself, we have been called into the marketplace to reveal Jesus, to draw people to Jesus. And I've always wondered, who are these people who have the healing ministry in the marketplace? And here I am speaking to you, Boniface, <laughs> someone with that gift in the healing ministry. And I just want to say, um, may God bless you for your obedience. May God bless you for your commitment in stewarding this gift, because the healing ministry is one of those gifts that has been, a lack of a better word, polluted or mismanaged by fellow believers. <clears throat> so I hope that God can continue giving you that grace 
to continue Amen. healing people in the marketplace, in the different spaces that you go in, be it church, be it schools, be it wherever, because people truly need healing. Um, the world is hurting. As you said, if you're sick, you can't fulfill purpose because you are not at your fullest self. So I just pray that God continues using you and blessing you. So we're going to switch Amen. gears a little bit, and I'm going to ask you some random questions. All right. Don't overthink. Oh, okay. <laughs> What's your favorite movie? Uh, Suits. I'm, I'm re-watching Suits. Oh, the really? The series. That's, that's yeah. a good one. That's fantastic. That's enjoy. Yeah. Which, which season are you on? I'm on season five. This is my fourth time I'm going through it again. <laughs> wow. You're a fan. Yeah, I am. I, am. Oh, I, love, I love knowledge and the way they, the intelligence, you know, at work. Yeah. I like that. What talent would you want to possess if you could? How to be invisible. I would like to be invisible. <laughs> like I can go to places that no one can see me, go to uh, any place. Like I can go to airplanes, sit at the first class. No one can see me. I like, I'm always dreaming about that, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, that is funny. Oh, dear me. Yeah. What uh, was your favorite toy as a child? If you had cars, any like yes, cars, cars. Yeah, every time I saw a toy car, you are you made my day. Cars, I even made my mine by myself and sold nice. some. Nice. Yeah. And how do you want to be remembered? Uh I, 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 this for me, I will put it this way: a gracious and kind man. I like that. Like I'm always showing grace to other people and then kind and you see sorry to add more to this is people interpret kindness for weakness but it's not it's not it's not it's not, it's not. yeah so gracious and kind i've seen kindness pay be like you know how you put out kindness i've seen it being paid back to me um whatever you put out will always come back and one of the things i i have told myself is to continue being kind if someone mm -hmm. wants to see it as weakness that is not my responsibility for me is to continue being kind. Yeah. Yeah. So with that said, is there anything else that you want to share with someone out there? Maybe as we finish is remember to take care of your heart. When things happen, if it's a, a painful moment or something like that, remember that that thing usually gets to your heart and it, it because this is the soil. This is where seeds grow. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So the Bible admonishes us, tells us to protect our heart with all we, diligence, right? Like protect your heart. So, and if it gets there, work on it. Mm. Use vision boards, please. Look at those images. As you speak, have the image of what you want to see happen, not mm. what is happening right now, so that you don't contradict your heart. Yeah. And also, lastly, just because something is loud, it doesn't mean it's impactful. Mm. Just because something's loud or famous, it doesn't mean it's impactful. So don't struggle and wonder why you are not being known by many people. No, focus on impacting generations. Just because something's loud doesn't mean it's impactful. Well, Boniface, this is such an insightful conversation and I truly appreciate you for coming on to the show. Thank you. Thank you, Mudoni, for having me. It was a joy and a pleasure getting to share some of my thoughts with you. 
So dear listeners or whoever is watching, I hope you've picked something from this conversation. For me, it's protect your heart. It's uh it's it's the growing breeding ground, or how would I put it? It's the spot where everything is birthed. It's the place where words become trees, words become more than you expect. So take the time to figure out what you are allowing into your heart, protect it. And also, if you want to see a change in your world, it starts with you. So take the time to figure out where you need to change. So until the next episode, continue being brave. Mm -hmm.